Republican Senator Mitt Romney gets a black eye, so that makes him fodder for the conspiracy theory community. Is there any truth to the story that in eastern Algeria there is a race of half-man, half-jinn living amongst the population? And then we travel to Russia to meet a young woman who's getting ready to go on an airplane trip. What is she, a kid? Who calls it an airplane trip? But anyway, she's getting ready to go. She's getting ready to travel on an airplane. It's just a normal day at the airport until a man begins to turn blue and try to fit into an electrical socket. Today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. Hope you guys are having a great day too. Hope you guys got some cool plans for the weekend. We got a ton of stuff to cover, so we're going to get started right away by introducing our newest Patreon supporter, flying in on a dragonfly. They're not seated on it like a sectar warrior. They're actually holding on to the legs. A little tiny guy. It's SE. He's microscopic, but that's okay. We'll shoot him with the growth ray. He grows big. Super convoluted way to just introduce a guy. But SE, you're going to be our captain, our pilot for this episode. If you guys can't support the Patreon or if you're not microscopic, that's fine too. Just help spread the word about the show. Really, really helps out a lot. As Essie is feeding his pet dragonfly, we got some other stuff to talk about real quick. First off, you'll see that it's Fan Art Friday. And this fan art comes from... <laughs> I don't know how much of it's fan art and how much of it is criminal activity. It's graffiti on a wall. This comes from Cabot Cove Balloon Friends. So that's really cool. That's a way to do fan art and get the word out about the show. By vandalizing property. I think he might actually own the wall. I think he just bought a single wall. One wall, please. And then spray painted on it. It may not be criminal, but it is appreciated. Cabot Cove Balloon Friends, thank you very, very much. And also, just letting you guys know, if you listen to the show every single day as it's coming out, which I know a lot of you guys do, I'm taking a long weekend. If you guys listen to the show a year from now, this matters not. You just skip the next episode. But I'm taking a long weekend. I'll probably be back around... Tuesday? I got some stuff I gotta take care of this weekend. I can't confirm or deny that this stuff involves dragonflies. But I won't be doing the podcast either way. But I will be back come Tuesday. S.E., let's go ahead and give you the keys to the Jason Jalopy. We're gonna leave Dead Rabbit Command, and we are headed out to the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Essie is piloting the Jason Jalopy through the nation's city streets. We eventually get there. The reason why we're in the nation's capital, I saw this news earlier in the week and I go, mm, okay, I know what I'm going to have to re- <laughs> I know what I'm going to have to research and talk about this episode. The Black Eye Club. I actually touched on it when I did the Adrenochrome Witch, the episode called The Adrenochrome Witch, written by Sean Puff Daddy Combs. But it's this idea that people who get adrenochrome injections get it injected into their eye, get it injected into the one part of the body you really can't cover up and everyone can see, and journalists could be like, hey, uh, Mitt Romney, what happened to your eyeball? I mean, like, if you're going to do a top-secret ritual, do it, like, behind the neck. Do it, uh, just a a pill works too, just something that you swallow. Some people say that it's actually part of the ritual is they have to get punched or marked in some sort of way, so it has to be public. People have to see it publicly. Here's my thing. So Mitt Romney has a black eye now. And and so here's my thing. If it's a super secret ritual that everyone who does adrenochrome gets, then two things. One, all the rich and powerful people should constantly have black eyes. 
there's a photo going around the internet. It's popped up now because Mitt Romney has a black eye. And it's like the Black Eye Club, and it's a picture of like Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon, by the way. Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> then like Prince Charles. Reese Witherspoon, she's a lovely lady, sure. But she's not she's not an A-list actor. She's does she still even act? I think she has a talk show now. I'm not entirely for sure. If I am walking down a dark hallway, I'll confuse her with Drew Barrymore. What I'm saying is she's not on the level of Barack Obama, who also has a photo of a, him with a black guy. She's not on the level of Prince Charles. I would argue she's maybe on the level of Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney ran for president. Reese Witherspoon was in Cruel Intentions. Again, I'm not knocking Reese Witherspoon. I like you. World leaders versus you. And then if you think I'm just giving Reese Witherspoon a hard time, Perez Hilton is on. Do you guys even remember Perez Hilton? He's on this list. He's on this list of the Black Eye Club. When you look at when you look at these world leaders, the, there's maybe about 12 people selected on there. Robert Downey Jr., Black Eye Club. He has a black... Yeah, can you believe that? A man in action movies has a black eye. Can you believe that? Can you believe that actually happened? I also gotta say... I gotta pull this picture up. I also gotta say that if this theory is true, then that means that every punk rocker that I used to hang out with is secretly a member of the Illuminati. Because I've grown up with people with a ton of black eyes. Here's this list. We have... I'm not gonna read all of them. John McCain, black eye. Half these guys actually don't even know. Who's Michael Valerie? I have no idea who that guy... Maybe he's the one who's the hidden ruler of the world. Actually, it's not even Prince Charles. It's not even like a real leader is on here. Prince Philip... Who Who is Prince Philip? I don't even know who that guy is. Kanye West. I mean, come on! John Kerry and George W. Bush. I don't understand how they get this list going here. But there's about 16 people on this on this photograph. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, Brad Pitt got Brad Pitt got a black eye at one point in his life. You, they have a photo of Adam Sandler with a black eye. He looks twelve in the picture. He's almost just missing a little league outfit. He looks so young. But this is a real conspiracy that's going on, saying if you have a black eye and you're rich and powerful, that must mean you're part of the Illuminati, the Adrenochrome cult. Not that one. You're an action star. Like Robert Downey Jr. Brad Pitt, yeah, I guess he's kind of an action star. You had all those fight scenes during an interview with the vampire. He's fighting with his conscience. And then Mitt Romney's 73 years old. Prince Phillips, I don't know who he is, but he's an old man. George W. Bush and John Kerry, they're old. So this is not a conspiracy theory. Old people fall. And it was so funny when I first saw that Mitt Romney fell down, I read the article, and then I go, huh, I wonder how old he is. He was 73 years old. And I go, whoa, what a coincidence. The age where people fall a lot, and they hit their eyeball. But you'll go on the X board, and people go, I've never seen some... I saw this multiple times on the X board today. I've never seen a black eye in person. I've never seen a black eye in person. The only time I see black eyes are on celebrities. First off, that's either a flat-out lie, or... I want to move. I want to move to where you're at, because that means no one is ever getting hurt, and gravity doesn't work. And elderly people, when they start to fall, they just kind of float, float gently to the ground. But it's super interesting to see that being bandied about. I've never seen a black guy in real life on a board dedicated <laughs> to ghosts, Bigfoot, and aliens. Where the majority of the population has never seen any of those 
in real life. Ever. Especially Bigfoot. Ever. Aliens. Most humans have never, ever seen an alien. I'd argue more people see ghosts than both of those put together. But it's still stuff like I walked into the room, I smelt my mother's perfume. Things like that. Full body apparitions, super rare. I've never seen blank before. Therefore, Illuminati ritual. Fascinating way to look at it because so much stuff we talk about on the show, people have not seen before. Legitimately seen before. I've seen a ton of black eyes. I've had black eyes. It's just weird. It's a weird thing. It's a weird argument to have. Flat Earth. Like, you've never seen the edge of the Earth, but this, this, you're like, uh uh uh. I've never seen a man with a black eye in my life. But Madonna had a black eye. She's on that black eye list. That must mean she's part of it. It's an easy, part of me thinks it started off as a joke. Part of me thinks that this is a fake conspiracy theory that started to gain traction. Because it's one of those conspiracy theories that you look at physical evidence of, i.e. a photo, and then very limited information on it. Who, what's the black eye club? And you'll, people will come up with their own theories about what it is. It's not adrenochrome. It's, they actually have to be marked as a humiliation ritual. They got to be punched. I think Queen Elizabeth probably has. Wasn't she in the Black Eye Club? I guess one of the Supreme Court justices was in the Black Eye Club. <laughs> These people are ancient. These people are old, old people. And they're going to fall. And Kanye West has a black eye. Kanye West has probably done more to disrupt any sort of Illuminati plot um, in our lifetime. I don't know if that's actually true. I just really, really like Kanye West. I think there's an argument to say that if there is an Illuminati that's controlling the music industry, one group controlling everything, Kanye West is not a part of it because they're constantly trying to take him to pieces. I do, and it's, let me go off on this real quick. I do think, because I've said this a couple times on the show, but sometimes they get lost in 633, 34 episodes. I believe there are groups trying to take over the planet. I don't believe there's one group that controls everything. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense at all. I think there's a lot of smaller groups. And I think some of them may go by the name Illuminati, even, because it has such a cachet in the culture. But I think they're smaller. But I think most of them go by stuff like the uh, Double R Group or Revo Group. And you you wouldn't even think twice when you looked at it. And it's a group of maybe 15, 20 people who have plans on how they want to see the world be controlled. Very, very powerful people. And I think they fight amongst each other. I think sometimes there's alliances against the third party. And they're constantly vying for power to see who actually sets the agenda for the planet. That's what causes wars. And that's what causes economies to rise and fall. It's almost like tectonic plates. You have these different powerful parties working against each other. One may have more of an influence over the entertainment industry than others. But I don't think one single group controls everything. Because if that was the case, this would have been over in 1400s. Or the 1800s. We'll even give them that far. By the time we got into industrialized nation, if one group, if one group was controlling everything, we would have been taken over already. We absolutely would have been taken over already. It wouldn't be like, oh no, let's let the internet happen. So all this media can be everywhere. And, oh, let's start these social networks so we can rein them back in 20 years later. But let's kind of like let them start new ones that we can't regulate. And that doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't make any sense at all. But people want to believe it. People want to believe that an old man falling down, a 73-year-old man falling down and hitting his eye, he's part of a secret society. What are you going to do? I can't control that. I can't control gravity, Mitt Romney. I'm sorry. Maybe maybe your Illuminati puppet master has pushed you down because you weren't doing what they said. That might be possible. 
highly doubtful. Most likely, you're just an old man. And I'm sorry that you fell down and hurt your eyeball. And I welcome to the club. Not that I've fallen down and hurt my eyeball. But you're now part of the Black Eye Club. People are going to be talking about you uh, all the time. You try to run for president again. These memes are going to come up. It's just going to be welcome to the Conspiracy Theory Club. I hope you you enjoy your stay. You're in here for the rest of your life. That went on for long, and I actually do want to do this. I'm not going to do the story about the half-gen, half-human today. And I'm sure some of you are going, didn't you already cover that? I'm going to give you a teaser. We'll cover that next week. It's I covered the Zahori, which were half-human, half-gen. And they were children in, if I remember correctly, Morocco. The gen were trading out gen children with human children. They were being raised in the real world. And they were being hunted by evil sorcerers. That's a legit story. These children are actually in danger. There's a lot of articles in the Moroccan newspapers. If, if that's where the story takes place. If it's in another country, Morocco's not reporting on it. But it's a legit story. These, these young people are being snatched off the streets. It's terrifying. You go, Jason, you already covered that. No, it's really interesting. In eastern Algeria, there is a similar myth. But these are half-human, half-gin. It's the same genetic makeup. They're still half-human, half-gin. But these children were not raised in our world they were raised in the world of the jinn and they came back here so it's a different story it's it's short but i don't want to breeze through it i want to give it room to breathe so we're going to save that one for next week i think you guys will get a kick out of that sc i'm going to toss you the keys of the carbon copter and give you a little tease for next week but right now fly us out of washington dc we're headed to the soviet union <laughs> Now, the Carpenter Copter is suited up in full military gear. We got shaft flares and guns, and we're each holding a bomb so we can throw it out if we have to. This is 1989, ladies and gentlemen. The United States is at war, kind of, with the Soviet Union. But this story has nothing to do with war stuff. I just want to carry bombs around. But we get there. We all have to dress in our civilian clothes. We get all disappointed. We're leaving our bombs on the Carpenter Copter. That was enough, right? I triggered all of the Department of Homeland Security keywords on your phone. Uh, Just tell me thanks when they come knocking on your door. Bombs. We are walking around. There's another keyword for you guys. We're walking around the Adler Airport. That's in Sochi in Russia. Starting off, there's a few things I really love about this story. Takes place during the day. Multiple witnesses to this story. We have the name of the witness and the exact day, November 11th, 1989. That's rare when we're talking about these type of stories. Elsa Harvrave, just because we have their name doesn't mean I can pronounce it. Elsa Reva is at the airport. She's getting ready to take an airplane trip. And she's currently in the automatic baggage locker area. I have no idea what that is. I've been to quite a few airports, but I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is, so it doesn't exist. This is a lie. It's an automatic baggage baggage locker i mean i know what a locker i know what all those words mean individually but i've never seen an automatic locker before but i think it's just probably a locker and there's a bunch of people standing around putting luggage in taking luggage out waiting for their airplane trips a man shows up and he appears to be 25 and he's just kind of walking through the crowd but the way he's moving is very slow he's walking almost in slow motion It's not making that noise, though. But it's a podcast. I have to do something. Elle's watching him, and she says he's making these awkward movements through the crowd, just moving quite slowly. 
He's taller than a normal man, but he has a solid build. He's a broad-shouldered guy. Taller than most, moving through the crowd. His hair is messy. I don't know what that, that detail is in here. Uh, but his hair is messy. Maybe that'll help identify what type of person this is. His hair is messy. He has a pale, serious face. Mm. To top it off, he's dressed like the Fonz. He has a black leather jacket, blue jeans. You're like, Jason, I don't know who the Fonz is. I'm not 55. He's cool. So imagine a cool-dressed dude moving through the crowd super slow. Don't forget the messy hair. Don't forget the messy hair. Everything else adds up to the messy hair. He seems to be looking around the room in confusion. And everyone is kind of looking at him. Because at this point, he's made his way into the automatic baggage locker area. And people are like, what in the world? Just someone who's tall automatically kind of makes you look over. And then you go, dude, is that the Fonz? Is that the Fonz? And you're like, wait a second. No, that's not the Fonz. The Fonz never had messy hair. But the fact that he's moving in slow, he looks like he's moving in slow motion. I guess you could be two feet tall. If you're moving in slow motion, people are going to pay attention to you. But everyone's looking at him. He's kind of looking around in bewilderment. People go, hey, man, are you okay, dude? Are you okay? You seem to be moving, you seem to be moving like you're out of sync with our timeline. And he's uh, just kind of dismisses them. And just keeps moving around, walking around. Hey, dude, do you like need to sit down? Do you need like an energy drink? Do you literally need energy to move around? Mm. He looks around the room, and then he sees a wall socket. Mm. He starts walking towards the wall socket, and people are like, "Uh, okay, no, he made that joke about the energy drink, but it doesn't mean you should." And he starts trying to stick his finger into the socket. Now, obviously, a human finger won't fit into a wall socket. And everyone's just standing there. No one knows what to do. You don't want to touch him because you don't want to get electrocuted. You've seen enough Tom and Jerry cartoons. You don't want to see his skeleton and your skeleton at the same time. But he can't get his finger in a socket, so he gets up and leaves. Everyone's like, what? That's kind of weird. It's actually quite weird. I didn't expect to see a slow-motion Fonz walking into the... Airport, I expected to see fast motion funds. Because Henry Winkler is in Russia right now. A few minutes later, mm, he starts walking back in. People are like, are you, what are you doing, dude? Mm. He walks back into the room. People are like, hey, listen, we pretty much know what you're going to do. We think you're going to move around all weird, like a big old weirdo. And then you're going to do that. And they were right. He starts trying to stick his finger in the wall socket again. And someone goes... Uh, you can't do that uh, physically or legally. It's probably illegal to stick stuff into wall sockets at airports of all places. And the man just kind of gets up and someone goes, are you like looking for something? Which is an odd question to ask. Are you looking for something to a man moving out of sync with the Earth's timeline? And he's trying to electrocute himself. He's, he's, Doing a lot of stuff, but he's probably not looking for something. But the guy responds when someone goes, are you looking for something? He goes, I'm looking for a gift and a scarf. People go, that's actually, that. thank you. That's more confusing. I'm literally more confused now than I was before I asked that question. You're looking for a gift and a scarf? What? At this point, Elle walks up and she goes, are you trying to get into your locker? Like, do you remember... Your locker number. Did you, like, not write it down? Maybe you're in the wrong area. <laughs> At this point, no one wants them here, right? 
Like, oh no, there's another locker with really big outlets on the other side of the airport. Go, go, go. But she's like, maybe you're looking for a locker. Maybe there's like a gift or a scarf in the locker. And she goes, did you write down the locker number you wanted? And he turns to her and freaks out and says, quote, what is write down? Everyone's like, okay, this, this is, <laughs> this is actually weirder than just a guy sticking his finger in his socket. He doesn't know what write down means. Having a stroke, maybe? He got some sort of brain damage? Who knows? <laughs> but you don't want to deal with the situation right now. You got to get someone involved. L, though, asks, where'd you come in from? You know, we're in an airport. Where'd you travel from? Everyone else is probably like, dude, just call an ambulance. <laughs> just call an ambulance. Go try and quiz the guy who doesn't know about writing stuff down. He says he was from a place called Sverdslok, which is a real place. If you, if you pronounce it correctly, it's a real place in the Ural region. So at least he's not like a freak from another dimension, or is he? She goes, how did you get here? Did you travel on an airplane? Did you travel on a train? Now, that might sound like an odd question. Like, obviously, they're in an airport. Why would you? That'd be the worst airport in the world if there's trains coming in, too, and planes are like, ah, trying to dodge everything. Thomas the Tank Engine gets hijacked. It would be horrible. But she and everyone else around is starting to think this guy is not of this earth. There's just too much weird stuff going on, i.e. moving slow out of time, dressing like the Fonz, but not being as cool, trying to become one with an outlet. So she's trying to kind of, that's why she asked, where'd you come from? She's trying to get information because she thinks this guy is not from around here, around here being our solar system. When she asked, did you fly in by an airplane? Did you take the train? He stops and again looks at her and goes, airplane. Like, he had to pronounce it syllable by syllable. Now, there's only two. There might actually be more in Russian, so it's more dramatic. And then he goes, here's an interesting quote from him. He goes, no. I descended by aggregate. You have different atmosphere here. Strong pressure. I became ill. L looks at him, and direct quote from her, what is aggregate? You mean by flying saucer, don't you? He says, he gets mad at this. He's like, no, they know my secret is I shift from side to side. I blended in so well. He says, quote, no, I descended by aggregate. It's an aggregate too. Is, I had to look it up. I had to look it up. But to spare you guys having to look it up, it's basically like a group of things. So it's not a way you travel, right? I guess everyone on a plane aggregates into the plane. But like a swarm of butterflies aggregate together, a lot of times it's used to describe a particular type of material used in construction, including sand, gravel, crushed stone, slag, recycled concrete, and geosynthetic aggregates. Aggregates are the most mined materials in the world, according to Wikipedia. That's not how he appeared. He did a bunch of rocks, then it just pebbles fall from the sky, and then he formed into a single man, the original conformer. That's not what it is. But it does kind of give you an idea. She doesn't know what aggregate is. I knew what it was. I knew what it was. I knew totally knew what it was. But you would almost think from that that it was some sort of like beam down technology because the way that you see it in sci-fi and all those documentaries called Star Trek, you remove all the molecules and then the molecules themselves travel in aggregate. And then he appears on Earth. But anyways, 
He says, no, I descended by aggregate. So again, he's saying he descended. So L raises an eyebrow and she goes, I know what descended means. I may not know what aggregate means. I'm not as smart as Jason Gardner, who has the internet in front of him. But I do know what descended means. At that point, he goes, I need to recharge. And he sits down. Of course, you know where he sits down. In front of an outlet. And he's just sitting there in front of the outlet. He's staring at it for a moment and everyone's looking at him. Eyes are totally fixed on this guy. Because you just know something wacky is going to happen at this point, right? You're not going to look away at your watch or you hear a balloon pop across the airport. None of that matters. You're looking at the tall fawns with messy hair who spent the whole afternoon trying to get his finger in an outlet is now sitting down in front of one. He then jams his finger into the outlet. Against all physical odds, his finger actually goes into the outlet at this point, and Tom and Jerry antics ensue. He begins to shake. (laughs) Mouse laughing in the corner of the room. (laughs) Blue splotches start to appear on his face. (laughs) At that point, Jerry runs away. You never see that in the cartoon. That's a little graphic. These people are watching this man... Blue splotches begin to appear on his skin. 10 to 15 seconds later, he withdraws his finger. That's a long time to watch someone get electrocuted, by the way. (laughs) That's when they're dead. But 10 to 15 seconds later, he pulls his finger out of the outlet, shakes his head, and the blue spots disappear on his skin. He stands up like a normal person, not in slow motion. He looks around, and like a normal person, not sanding out each syllable or just kind of grunting or murmuring. He says, that's all. I remember now. And he walks out. Normal speed. Just walking through the crowd. And before he gets to the end of the room, he fixes his hair. He turns around and goes, hey. He gives everyone a thumbs up. His thumbs are smoking. And they still have blue splotches on them. Hey. The two dudes who were closest to him, there was, there was two dudes who were kind of following him around, you know, hoping that he didn't get electrocuted. They would have if they had smartphones back then. They're like videotaping him and they're like, uh, as he sits down next to the outlet, they're like, I think this TikTok's about to become a live leak. The two guys who were interacting with him the most, L was smart enough to stand a little bit farther away, but these other guys who were asking what gift you were looking for, some people were kind of like trying to keep him away from the outlet. They both got terrible, terrible headaches. Immediately after the man left, L was totally fine. This is one that was actually submitted several times to Russian and Ukrainian UFO magazines and newspapers. The young woman, L, kept trying to get this story out there. She thought it was the most bizarre thing she'd ever seen. Which This would be one of the most bizarre things any of us had ever seen. Any element of that. Man walking in slow motion. <laughs> man with messy hair. You never see that. Man sticking his finger in an outlet. All of those things, if you saw just one of those, you'd be like, well, yeah, I went to the store the other day. A guy stuck his finger in an outlet and <laughs> turned blue. And then he just got him and walked away. People would be like, what? I don't believe you. I didn't see it myself. She was trying to get the story out there. So she was not only trying to get UFO magazines to publish it, but newspapers published it. I got the story from thinkaboutadocs.com. They got it from a gentleman called Anton Anfalov who compiled this story and think about it. Docs.com has never steered me wrong. I give that website a lot of credence. So, but you, here's the options. First off, it's possible. She totally made the story up and it was a really cool short story. She came up with and she 
figured, well, no one's going to publish it. Uh, it doesn't have a climactic ending. So she's trying to sell it to newspapers and UFO magazines. That's definitely possible. That type of stuff happens. But I think it's interesting because we have elements that aren't in a lot of stories. Dates and popular locations and large groups of people. She actually gives more names in the narrative. I cut the names out just for clarity because otherwise there's a bunch of people. But she names a bunch of people. It's broad daylight. It's very, very interesting to have these details in a hoax. Normally hoaxes are in the middle of nowhere. Very, very hard to verify. But when I read this story, it reminded me of a viral video I saw a couple years ago. And I think we're going to wrap it up like this. I saw a video. I'll put it in the show notes, but a lot of you guys have probably seen it as well. There is a woman on a subway car, a bus, and she's either heavily drunk or mentally out of it or on drugs or all three and the video starts and she's just kind of uh, kind of moving her head back and forth and then her eyes open up and she reaches down and grabs her stomach and starts going oh no i'm fat i'm fat i'm fat i'm fat i'm fat i'm fat and she starts kind of like freaking out and she's screaming how she's fat i remember watching that video and i thought because this is uh, listen Conspiracy cap's fully on, and my conspiracy cap never comes off. This is just the way I am, speculative thinker. But watch this video, and I go, here's my hypothesis. One, she's on drugs, she's drunk, she has mental problems, or a combination of all three. Or, or an equally possible theory is that she's she's a witch, or a time traveler, or someone hopping souls. And it's so weird. I watched this video. I watched this video and I immediately got this backstory in my head. I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's not. But it's probably, it's probably not. But I remember watching the video once and I instantly was like, yep, I know the answer to this one. And I watched the video several more times uh, to see if I could see like someone on a broom in the background flying around going, hee 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 hee. Someone was hopping bodies and they ended up in the body of a fat woman, which who cares, right? Like, whatever. But to this person, that was the worst possible place to end up. This woman had to be in her 30s. And it was like she was realizing for the first time she was overweight, which isn't something that sneaks up on you. But it seemed like someone's soul inhabited a body and it was like, going from one location to another and ended up in the body of a fat woman. It's a really, really creepy video. Now, the most likely thing is that she has mental problems, she's on drugs, or she's drunk. Like, that's the most likely scenario. But it also looks like like somebody's soul transferred into her body and took it over and realized this was not the right body for that soul. But again, who cares? You can lose weight. Not a big deal. Then I made... (laughs) Then I figured, maybe once the soul transfers, you can't lose weight. Like, I had, to figure, I had to figure out a reason why she'd be freaking out. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just speculative. Conspiracy caps fully on. I remember watching that video and I'm thinking, that's what it seemed like. And I actually went and I had to refine the video again to put it in the show notes. Because it had been years since I'd seen it. But once I watched it, I had the same feeling. This was a new personality in an existing body. And it actually is a very chilling video to me. Some people say it's fake, which it very well could be. Some people said it's performance art, which it very well could be. I don't know. 
But it still creeps me out. Because to me, that's what it seems like. It seems like there was a woman there who had lived her entire life, and then she disappeared, and a new personality came out of that body, almost chosen at random. And then she looked around at her environment, and she couldn't believe how fat she was. And reading this story reminded me of that. Is it possible that there was a tall man on his way to the airport he had to pick up a gift and a scarf at the locker. He was getting ready to go on a journey to meet his fiance, And something descended from the sky and took over his body. But because the air pressure, because there was something wrong with the transfer, it caused some anomalies. He was moving slow. He couldn't speak. And he was feeling something wrong in our environment. So much so that other people noticed. If this had happened in his house, he could have taken care of it by himself. You had all these witnesses. He could just walked around for a bit and be like, what's going on? I don't remember where I'm at. And he kept being drawn to that electrical outlet. And he could have just taken care of it at home. And <laughs> how a man should electrocute himself. Don't do that in public, you pervert. But because he is in public and this transfer took place in public like the subway transfer, there's proof of this. Once he gets electrified, he just gets up and leaves quote-unquote normal. He remembers now. But the person who was in that body before, what happened to them? Or to the woman on the subway, the personality that was in that body, what happened to them? We have this idea of aliens coming down. And they're physical beings that we can interact with. Or we have this idea of reptilian shapeshifters taking over the planet and Queen Elizabeth lays on a giant rock to regulate her body temperature while laying eggs in Buckingham Palace. And that's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. It's super bizarre. But that's fine because, and I mentioned this on a previous episode this week on the Pokeroff Insects episode, we can punch aliens. We can wrestle reptilians. But the idea of an alien race just beaming itself into our bodies, that's just terrifying. And it just would be completely at random that your body would be chosen to become a host. The idea of the reptilian shapeshifters ruling the planet is that they are reptilian shapeshifters. Or maybe you're Illuminati and you make a deal with the devil and you get possessed by a demon. These people are just walking down the street, taking the subway, going to the airport, and then they are taken over. What chance do you have to fight against that? It's just luck? Unluck. I think unlucky is actually the word. I don't think the term is unluck. He was very unluck over there. But you're just chosen. You're selected. Your personality is wiped. And you are now a prisoner in your own body. That sounds terrifying. Sounds absolutely terrifying. One day you're walking down the street and the next thing you feel is your eyes moving farther from your face. Very odd sensation. There's not really a way to put it into words. You feel like you're actually shrinking in your own physical body. And then you feel something slide between you and yourself. It's like sitting in the back of a bus and you're just watching the driver control everything. Speak words for you. Eat food for you. 
be you. And you are silent and frozen. You are just along for the ride. You can't scream for help. You watch this interloper go home and interact with your friends and your family, and they don't even know that's not you. There's just enough of your personality left in there after the initial transfer, which causes things to be a little odd. There's enough of your personality in there that they can access to pretend to be you. And you feel your heart break as your friends can't even tell you're trapped in your own body. You are just one of countless victims of interdimensional alien invaders. They will use your body until their mission is complete and then leave it for another. Under the control of this invader, you see horrible things. You do horrible things. All to further the goals of these interlopers. You see exactly what these creatures have planned for our species. But you can't warn any of us. You can only bear witness to the indescribable inhumanity that soon awaits all of your fellow Earthlings. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be our email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash DeadRabbitRadio. Twitter is at DeadRabbitRadio. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day. I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great weekend, guys.